Hello, everyone, and welcome to the official episode one of our new podcast called SideQuest Heroes. I am one of your heroes, Ray Hogg, joined by the other hero who cannot get enough Korok nuts, Clive Cookson. It's a me, Clive. How are things, bud? I'm doing very well. How about yourself, Ray? Pretty good second time around. Yeah. <laughs> Inside joke, people. We did... <laughs> Inside joke. We did not just uh, broadcast to Twitch <laughs> mistakenly. Well, that was my bad, so apologies. <laughs> yeah. um, how are you keeping? Any, any new games and tricks uh, on your side? Nothing major on my end. Obviously, we've been playing a bit of that uh, Fall Guys on the PlayStation 4. My God, I think Brian, friend of the show, Brian, uh, was hit the nail on the head when he said it's like Takeshi's Castle version of video games it really games. is ah. and um, i'm actually quite surprised um like there's been kind of the last few months of ps plus games that have been a little bit kind of a letdown well for me personally only because like a lot of the games i've already had like they had the tomb raider game which is a fantastic game already had it though and then i think was the last month was a bit lackluster i, I believe so what, it's how... the same thing on the xbox game of gold as well haven't been that great a lot of rally games mm. unfortunately yeah but this this one's actually really good um it, it's good for just like just picking up putting down it it's just madcap craziness like you said takashi's castle-esque fun <laughs> i mean it the, the gameplay is so simple but it is so mm. addictive and I, I mean i haven't actually won a round of you no no god no I mean, I've gotten to the final rounds in a few, and I yeah, just I, cannot for the life of me I, win in a bloody round. No, the, I, the ones the ones that I really struggle with are the gravitail levels, purely oh. because I just can't catch people. I'm, I can't I'm do. Like, I can't. Can, how can you catch someone? It's impossible. It know, is like, impossible. You literally. The, I found probably the best tactic is just stay in the same spot and wait for someone to just cross your path and just press or two and just grab their tail and then just run away. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> I always get my tail stolen at the last minute. Um, yeah, me, myself, I'm just uh, still hacking away and slashing away at Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I don't even know how long I'm into it. I think I just finished Act 1. Um, I think the game is broken up into three acts, very similar to like a classic samurai movie um so it's actually kind of cool so it's good like you gotta pick that game up man it's yep. it's uh it's well worth diving into honestly can't um, wait to try it because that photo mode alone looks awesome oh i only tried it for the first time last night um ah. yeah I, I, I didn't even realize it was that in depth there there was one scene where i think i think i found a bloodied mother and child sitting on a rock and i'm for some reason tried out the photo mode and apparently you can make the main character jim sakai do like kissy face <laughs> so okay <it's> just... <laughs> I just was sitting down by a rock and just changed his expression to kissy face, and I actually lost it. I couldn't actually take a photograph. It was just like him sitting there doing kissy face over a dead mother and child. That is the most ridiculous. random thing I've ever heard. Yeah, but the photo mode's beautiful. It does. Um, um, I, this is not spoilers, of course. Um, you can add particle effects back into the photo mode, so you can have, say, for example, you can either have a still photo or a live video photo. Or live video, so like everything's frozen, but his cape's still like flowing in the wind, ah. and like the leaves are still coming down. Uh, but you can actually change what stuff you want blowing because depending on where you are in the map, there might be leaves, snow, cherry blossoms, what have you. And you can actually choose what you want to be falling at that exact moment. You can choose the time of day. Uh, obviously, the default ones of black and white versions and crazy color versions, but you'll knock yourself out with that photo mode. Man, sounds oh, great. Sorry. God, I'm going to be taking some weird deep breaths here for this podcast. <laughs> You're fine. Just breathe more. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be touching on a couple of topics this week. We're a bit more kind of uh, 
focused, should I say. And I think we got a bit of a superhero theme for this episode. Um, we're going to be touching on a few different topics, such as the good and bad of superhero games growing up, the current state of superhero games, what games could have could done better. We're going to obviously touch on the uh, Spider-Man Square Enix controversy. Yeah. And, uh, Maybe just delve into a little bit of the difference between superheroes, how they're handled in video games versus their cinematic universe. So the good and bad of gr- growing up with superhero video games, Clive, have you got any highlights, good uh, or bad? Yes, I have a couple uh, to hand. Now, I guess you could say arcades were kind of prominent for hmm. really good superhero games. I mean, you'd always yeah. have the likes of, you know, the Marvel versus Capcom, the X-Men versus Street Fighter hmm. fighting games. I thought X-Men the arcade game was absolutely brilliant. Um, A lot of people might think, oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles aren't actually superheroes, but I would deem them superheroes. Why about yourself? I would. Yeah. They're they're as much superheroes as someone someone like, whatever, Batman. I mean, it's the same thing. They're ninjas. There you go. Exactly. Uh, But I mean, we touched on that in the last episode, but Turtles in Time, Turtles the arcade Mm. game and so on. Absolutely brilliant games in the arcade. I remember Spider-Man on the... Was it the Mega Drive? I think it was. It's like I a really think... colorful... Is that the... You see, there's a few I different... I think it was a side-scrolling Spider-Man platformer. I think that's the one I have. I think I think that's just called Spectacular Spider-Man or something. Mm, I think that's or the, the Amazing one, yeah. Spider-Man. It's a very classic cover of him just on the cover, like shooting the webs. Um, I, th- I can't remember who the villain is in that game. It could just be Venom. I thought it was Venom, yeah. I think it might be. I think it might actually just be Venom. Because I think the sequel to that is uh, Maximum Carnage. Yes, that does sound familiar, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, that was good. That was a really good game, actually, growing up, the Spider-Man games. I think it was the first time I was ever fascinated by a character being able to crawl on walls. Oh, yeah. Like, normally, <laughs> like a side-scroller, you're just like jumping left or right, up and down. But, you know, in Spider-Man, at some levels, you could actually be upside down on the roof. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah, and I remember one game. I think it was on the PS1. It was called Iron Man and Exo Manowar. Now, I think it was called In Heavy Metal was the end of that title. But it was one of the first kind of Iron Man games I actually played. Um, it was not, kinda... not like a tie-in to the movies or anything? Just no, like standalone? it was just Iron Man and Exo Manowar, yeah, in heavy metal it was called. Uh, it was kind of like a side-scrolling kind of game where you can play as either Iron Man or Exo Manowar. You could, you know, kind of fly up in the air with Iron Man. You could shoot kind of energy beams and everything else. It was actually kind of fun. Now, it had a kind of funky soundtrack as well, but yeah. it was definitely one I remember playing over and over and over again on the, the PS1. Now, would it hold up What's today? What's Exo Man of War? I have no bloody idea. When I bought that game, I have no idea. Or something? <laughs> who, who knows who he is? Um, is he part of the X-Men? Probably not. Uh, I'm not even familiar with the hero name. To be honest, I was just bought the game. I was like, well, this is cool because it has Iron Man. Didn't know who the other guy was. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I think it might be like a crossover or something. Um, weird. Hmm. Yeah, weird game, but it was fun anyway from what I remember. And in terms of bad, uh, I'd say two spring to mind. (laughs) Is one of them the infamous one? It is, yes, but uh, I'll choose the other (laughs) one first. Uh, I remember Catwoman on the PS2. As far as I remember, that was a tie-in game to the movie, the Halle Berry movie, maybe? No way. Is that it? I I just remember it had the most annoying camera system in the world 
and I think it tried to kind of copy a few ideas like you know Spidey Sense kind of thing as well but I yeah, just yeah. remember that was a really bad game but I guess the most iconic bad game that everyone talks about would be <laughs> Superman 64 yeah. on the N64 I've never played this have you not? no have you played it? I've played it and I'm sure in the group chat Brian has also said he played it as well I just remember is it as bad to control as people say? it was very sluggish the controls like even to turn around was like the most difficult task in the world it was just very sluggish the graphics not great at all honestly overall the game felt very rushed now some of the sound bites in it were actually pretty good but there wasn't enough of that in the game but yeah overall it was just a very bad superman game if you looked it up now superman 64 you'd even see some of the terrible graphics in it it's just some of the weirdest kind of polygonal kind of characters you'll ever see God, yeah. Like, I, I've never played it myself. I've seen it mentioned on numerous, like, YouTube game reviewers and obviously other podcasts as well, um, that it is supposed to be just, like, the worst, like, <laughs> superhero video game that's probably ever been put out there. Yeah. Um, which is bloody saying something. But, because there's quite a lot of video games out there of superhero ones. I know it is potentially hard to create a really good Superman game, but... Mm. It's just that was not a great attempt at all. I think the problem is he's a bit overpowered. And how do you deal with that? Like, how do you deal with a Superman game? But I suppose we can touch on that into what could be done better. Yeah. Um, I suppose then, like, the, the kind of next thing is the current state of video game superheroes, um, or, or superhero video games, should I say. Because... Um, there's a little bit of, I would say, the golden age of superhero video games kind of in the last 10 years, possibly still going through it. I mean, the Arkham games, like uh, th- that is up there with possibly the best video game spinoff of a character ever. Yeah. Like, it's just everything agree. is perfect. Yeah. Like it's, it started off bit a kind of like a focused uh, t- or, uh, corridor kind of walker, like Arkham Asylum. You know, it's a little bit open worldish, but you were going down a straightforward path, and that game in itself is amazing. And even the amount of Easter eggs in it is amazing. Onto something like City, which is just, yep. Now here's all of Gotham. Go knock yourself out. Fly around as Batman. Yep. And then obviously, you know, um, Arkham Knight after that, which is kind of a little bit of a thud after such an excellent opener of uh, Asylum and City. Um, you played all three of those i did yeah i mean arkham knight i actually really liked but mm. i just thought there was way too many tank missions in that but overall that everyone I, I actually thought it was good that. like most people seem to really hate the tank missions i didn't hate them all that much like you know they're fine there was definitely too many riddler uh trophies but that oh, was the same in God. all three games yeah like it's just a pain in the ass riddler trophies i just hate those ah they put them in the worst places as well (laughs) but no i mean to be honest i didn't mind the tank missions it's just Mm. you know every few minutes i was like oh here's another tank mission here's another and i was just like oh if they were kind of spread out a bit more evenly or you know in kind of bite-sized kind of pieces then i would have been like Mm. oh yeah that's grand yeah i mean like we got those three games obviously we had arkham origins as well which to me i think is better than night it's more consistent than night i i liked um, it yeah like it the boss battles are way better in origins some of the set pieces in origins is a bit better as well um i like the whole 
origin of the Joker spin that they'd done on it. Um, and was that Troy well, Baker who was the Joker in Joker, that particular yeah. game? Yeah, he did a very good Doing job on that. Best Mark Hamill. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if you need, if you can't afford Mark Hamill, uh, Troy Baker's a good second. Oh, definitely. <laughs> second yeah. Like he, like he, he even played. I think it was Joker and Batman in Batman versus the T Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Really? The latest animated movie from last year, I think. Oh. So, He's got that under his belt. Yeah, well, um, wasn't he a Lego Batman as well, Troy Baker? He was Lego was Batman it? in one of the cartoons, not the actual, you know, proper the Lego movie, Batman Lego yeah. movie. But, you know, the kind of um, DC superheroes Lego Batman, he played him. Mm, didn't realize that. Um, yeah, I mean, like, Troy Baker and Old North, they're literally the Every first video game dial up. Yeah. Who do I, I need a voice actor, Troy Baker and Old North. They should just be, you know, there should be a quota that if they do 50 games a year, they're not allowed to do any more. You know, true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they're even in a lot a more. Go. Yeah. They're probably in a they lot more are. and you don't even know about it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm trying to think of other kind of well, video games, superhero games. Spider-Man. PS4. Oh, oh, I mean, dude, yeah. How could you forget about that? How could you not talk about that? I mean, yeah, they did such a kind of cool story with Spider-Man and Peter Parker mm obviously changed it around a bit trying to make their own kind of universe yeah i thought obviously the acting in it was very good oh yeah 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 just playing a spider-man swinging around new york and everything else just the traversal in that game is absolutely amazing yeah overall i think that is probably my favorite superhero video game of all time yeah i mean i'm i'm it's a close second for me like i do prefer the arkham games personally mm-hmm. but that's just because i think the arkham games are better games but i prefer spider-man yeah as a superhero you could definitely um, see a lot of inspiration was taken from the likes of the batman games in some of the combat mechanics in Spider-Man. Oh, yeah like i think even um when i was um still living with my old housemate eddie when i was playing spider-man and he would walk in he would go oh it's it's very like arkham because it was like it had the exact same thing it had the the prompts for if the guy's you know coming closer and he, he's trying to you know stab you with a knife yep. there's that yellow yellow spidey sense versus the white one mm. and you kind of have to dodge and kind of really get out of the way of them um like especially those missions like you could have probably taken batman onto the indoor missions and it would actually feel exactly like arkham the whole thing where you you web them up and they're suspended from the ceiling or like where you knock someone out and you kind of stick them to the wall. Like that felt very Arkham. But then again, Arkham completely changed the kind of fighting style in those type of superhero games. Definitely. Yeah. Um, like to the point that almost every superhero game now tries to emulate that feel. And even non-superhero games as well. Because I think uh, Mad Max you were playing, wasn't it? Has a very kind of mm. similar kind of combat style as well. Oh, it's identical. Mm. Like I, I actually, I really liked the Mad Max games. Like the only thing Mad Max didn't really have going for it is like the combat was just a bit more streamlined. Yeah. Like you basically you have the square button to like just beat down someone. But then obviously you had the dodge mechanic, which was triangle, which is the exact same for um thingy me jig uh batman and then obviously the proper dodge one were unblockable or sorry not yeah unblockable attacks you just had to roll out away um i think it's actually made yeah it's, that was made by wb as well oh was it oh, okay yeah avalanche studios that would make um, sense yeah maybe they're just they had they knew what they wanted it's a good thing just go with it I, there's another game as well that has um 
that mechanic in it as well. Um, I mean, like, um, thing with Jig I'm playing at the moment, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I mean, very similar thing as well. Like, you're fighting people. Granted, you're fighting with a sword. It's not like melee or anything, um, like or hand-to-hand combat. But it's very similar. You've a light attack, heavy attack, and some sort of dodge roll and counter parrying. Is, yeah, is parrying, very yeah. very prominent in those type of games and it just feels you feel like a badass when you're kicking someone <laughs> especially in batman when you're kicking the shit out of someone as batman yeah <laughs> there's no better feeling though is there yeah like I, I do honestly think we're kind of in the golden age of superhero games i know um if you want to uh touch on it now or maybe later um the marvel avengers you played the beta on the weekend just gone yeah we can talk about that during the whole uh exclusivity controversy anyway but yeah um, save that one oh yeah just a couple of shout outs anyway i'd like to even in the vr space we're seeing a couple of more superhero games like the mm. batman vr was very cool yes yeah. it's a very kind of short experience but <clears throat> it was kind of cool to be batman in vr and yeah. the only reason yeah. i haven't dropped the money on that is because it's so short <laughs> I'm just like, I know this is going to be 10 or 20 minutes. I don't want to drop a tender on this. It actually <laughs> wasn't 10 or 20 minutes. just 20 minutes. I think it was a couple of hours, wasn't it? Oh, like really? Like an hour and a half to two hours or something like that. Oh, right, right, right. Well, I got I also, my money's worth it. anyway. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm kind of waiting. It's one of those games I just imagine as soon as I buy it, it's going to be like, oh, PlayStation, thanks for being valuable customers. Here's an extra bonus monthly game. It's Batman VR. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Probably. Uh, <laughs> it's usually the case. And did you, you you got into Iron Man VR, didn't you? Yeah, I, I played the, the demo of it and it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, tr- like flying in VR is a very unusual experience yes. in itself. Um, because like even with Iron Man VR, I mean, it, it feels a bit more natural because you obviously you have a helmet on. So you, you have a hate, or heads up display mm. and you're able to look around. Now, obviously you can't fly like Iron Man where you spin around and you start shooting stuff behind you. You kind of have to keep all the enemies in front of you. Okay. So like if someone's coming from behind you, generally what, what you do is you kind of put your, um, uh, what would they call it? Uh, pulsar? Pulse? Oh, I know what you mean, but you're what basically stopping yourself from moving for a second. Yeah, yeah. So pass. if you're trying, if, if there's someone behind you, you have to put repulsors. That's it. You you fire your repulsors forward and that blows you back so you can get behind the guy and then you shoot them and then you put your repulsors behind your back to bring you forward again. Oh, okay. Um, but no, it's really good. And, and for such a short demo, I mean, it's about, I think I did it in 40 minutes. Okay. Just a tutorial and the airplane mission. I'll definitely pick up the full game. I actually enjoy, I enjoyed it that much that I think I will actually pick up the full game. That's good. Um, what else? I mean, oh, Injustice. I mean, there's uh, another perfect example of superhero games done right. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's not I, I, just DC characters either. They had the likes of the Turtles. They had such random characters in it as well, as far they as I Spawn recall. And, well, no, sorry. That Spawn was in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, they had a... What was it like? In the, I think... I might be confusing about Mortal Kombat X, but I think it was Alien and Predator were in it. That's Mortal Kombat X, I think. Yeah, I think that yeah, um, Terminator was definitely a Mortal Kombat anyway. But yeah, I mean, like the the current state of superhero games aren't that bad. I mean, you know, we'll have to see what what comes of the the Avengers game, whether it kind of lives up to the hype and yeah. what DC are kind of going to drop at the end of the month. Yeah. Um, and just I mean, one final shadow for me, anyway. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three on the Switch. Oh, yeah. Just the fact that you could pretty much play as any kind of superhero. And it was the, you know, comic book cartoon looks of the Mm. different characters Mm. as well. Now, as far as I remember, there was a lot of DLC to that as well, to be able to play as 
extra characters but yeah even just playing as black panther you know spider-man thor mm. the hulk and everyone else it was actually a nice fun game yeah. anyway the um the voice actor for spider-man ps4 is the voice actor on spider-man and yes Switch. yes and yeah, that was guy. a nice surprise wasn't it Thwip, thwip. <laughs> <laughs> I always loved playing as like the four spider people. So you had um, Spider Man, Spider Gwen, Miles Morales, and Venom. Yes. Yeah, that was Team Spidey for me. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I must actually play that game again. I finished it, um, God, when was it? I think it was last summer or something like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, that, that that game's good for me. I don't, I don't feel like there's massive replayability in it. For just for myself personally yeah but then again i was playing it by myself so i suppose if i was playing like party mode with you guys or exactly, something like that it yeah. might have more of a replayability to it that's definitely where the, um, the fun is anyway the other kind of topic we have here is what could be done better in games now this could actually tie into the uh the whole square enix controversy but we'll keep keep that little gem a little later yeah. um like speaking of you know something like superman or superman 64 I mean, that's something that's really hard to do as a character. Like, what could be done better? I mean, it's hard to approach a character like Superman because he is so overpowered. Like, I remember, I I think I was telling you guys, or maybe I was chatting to Eddie about it again, um, about my idea for, like, a Superman video game is, like, the first part of the game should be a tutorial where you're just a kid. So you're, you know, normal Clark Kent on the farm. Your powers haven't come up yet. And like the first mission is you're attending school and like you, your ears start ringing and it teaches you how to use the location thing with your ears. And that'll be like one year later and it's your next birthday or something. And then your super speed starts kicking in and it just gives you the tutorial how to control the speed. You might say maybe it might be, I don't know, a mission where you have to save the cows from a coyote or something like that. <laughs> and you have to like run around the farm like in super speed. Um, and then obviously, you know, then you get your vision. But the whole time it builds up towards flight. Yeah. So you're not overpowered for the first part of the game. And then once you get a handle of flight, you know, it'll be treated a bit more like, um, see, I, it's, I suppose like it's, it's kind of like the Iron Man character in the Avengers game. I know you played it. Like how, do, how does Iron Man handle in that? Like, it, could you see Superman skin being on top of that and working? Uh, you see, Iron Man was a very specific type of gameplay kind of mechanic where, mm it's more well when i found it it was mainly the first kind of part of the demo where it's i mean we've seen it in the demos already anyway it's where you're on the bridge basically and you're flying around as iron man but i found i was just kind of you know just kind of moving around and trying to shoot people kind of thing it was Uh a bit more direct for that particular part of it anyway um Mm. so maybe not necessarily a skin but Oh, there's got to be something out there. Like even some of the Dragon Ball Z games where, you know, you fly around and in a yeah. specific way would look kind of cool. Like the Kakarot games, mm. I could see, you know, probably a Superman skin on that. The way, you know, he actually flies around the different par- areas and different parts of the world. Yeah, I mean, he almost, the weird thing about Superman, he almost flies like, I guess like a, f-17 fighter or f-14 fighter or something <laughs> like that like it needs to be that kind of like speed like he needs to be like but like how True. do you do that in a video game without making look like without having massive sandbox environments and you know having them stop on a dime and not look weird yeah true um unless you just fast travel to different areas of superman similar to spider-man but 
And you just, just see him flying. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Superman getting on a like a tram or something. <laughs> but he has to do it as Clark Kent. <laughs> I mean, you could even do a Superman game where, I don't know, you start off as Clark Kent doing all these kind of different mm. missions, you know, where you're, you know, reporting. Um, but like you said, if Superman's a bit overpowered, technically you could bring Kryptonite into the whole thing and make him weaker. Yeah. You know, so yeah. not necessarily, he wouldn't necessarily be overpowered. So there's another way you could potentially do that as well. Yeah. Like the only other way you could do something like that is to take him off world, but then you kind of lose the whole, you have to save people or I don't know, maybe they should just take flying out, out of Superman. <laughs> just like, make him, just let him fly temporarily or something like that. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Jetpack. I sure will. I'm sure at some stage a developer is going to do a really good Superman game or at least give it a shot anyway. But in terms of what could be done better as well, I think the way Marvel Games is doing it at the moment where they're outsourcing different studios for, you know, the different games, like obviously doing a deal with PlayStation where they make the Spider-Man game. Obviously, they reached out to the developers and obviously Nintendo for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Um, I'd like to see more of that but i'd like to see them i I guess i'd like to see marvel games do more kind of cross-platform stuff as opposed to okay this studio can do this it'll be you know nintendo Mm. switch exclusive or ps4 exclusive or whatever i'd like to see a bit more you know overall choice for the gamers where they can play it on whatever platform they want yeah a lot of the games seem to be you know kind of one-off kind of stories or maybe Mm. apart from like to say would you consider the Arkham series a trilogy? Well, it's, there's five games that I would say are canon to that. Mm. Like you have the the, the obvious um, uh, Rocksteady games, which are the three Arkham games that we have on the PlayStation 4. But then you have Arkham Origins, which is um, the Montreal crowd. I can't remember. WB Montreal, wasn't it? That's it, yeah. And but then you have um, is it Blackgate, which is on the DS? Was that it? Yeah, yeah. There's our um, Arkham or Batman Arkham Blackgate, I think it's called. So like, there's five games there, really. Um, what was your question? Oh no, <laughs> it wasn't really a question, but I guess it was more. I want to see, you know, less maybe one-off games and potentially building like a bigger universe. Mm overall oh, yeah um <clears throat> as opposed to you know just one and done kind of stories if that makes sense yeah. like i mean that could be what's happening with wb and the uh, up-and-coming suicide squad game um i don't know if yeah you you saw the uh the teaser i saw the tweet all right yeah <laughs> uh, i mean we, we we might see how they do superman in that game if that is superman um but like there's that game but then there's also rumored a batman game like a court of owls type yeah. of game so whether those two games will be running in tangent in the same universe, I don't know. Maybe. I suppose it's harder to do over multiple games like that. Like it's hard to have a shared universe because games require way more characters than like one-off movies. True. It's so like Marvel. Like you, you might have whatever. Um, let's say for example, the first Iron Man. You should have Ob- Obadiah, which is the Ironmonger. But like, if that was a video game, you'd probably have seven or eight different other villains that you beat before you get to final character but would those villains then be up for grabs in another game yeah true i mean it's, i suppose that's the the hard thing maybe maybe that's what marvel are building with this avengers um 
video games that they're bringing out in the next month. I Maybe guess... it is going to be a bit more ex- yeah. like shared universe. Yeah, I mean, I guess more what I was trying to probably say was, you know, like, say, for instance, with the Spider-Man and Spider-Man mm. Miles Morales, it seems like... Yeah they're trying to build an overall story as opposed to, you know, over a few games, as opposed mm. to just one story here, one story there kind of thing. It's like, yeah. you know, they're obviously, they obviously built Miles Morales up in the last game because there's yeah. teases and obviously, spoiler alert, at the end, he obviously found out he had the powers as well. Yeah. And showed Peter. <laughs> and now, obviously, he's now starring in this kind of standalone mm. game as well, which looks pretty cool. So I guess it's more that, you know, it's building... A universe within potentially a trilogy or a quadrilogy or how yeah. many games they want to do and i mean like the handy thing with that and it's only really kind of occurring to me now as we're talking about it is you know Sp- spider-man's always going to be new york spider-man but yes. like miles morales there's nothing stopping miles morales ending up in another city like los angeles or something like that or a different universe stand- oh yeah absolutely mm. different new york um was it uh was it new york in the mirror universe i think so but like you know it opens the door for other spider heroes now maybe they might want to i suppose it depends how miles plays in this new game is it going to be very different from peter parker is it going to like obviously feel different is he going to swing different and from what i've seen so far it looks like he might be a bit more kind of uh bit different i'm sure like, the swinging animations be will be different probably his yeah. tricks in the air as well will be different but yeah and the power moves and all that i'm sure it'll still feel very similar at the same time otherwise that wouldn't be insomniac though would it yeah but like it, it definitely opens the door for like bigger spider-man stories because right say if you got the, this is like the dream the absolute dream arc <laughs> okay so you got spider-man which is obviously a success miles morales which will be a success the next spider-man game introduces venom okay Ooh, okay but then at the end after you beat venom eddie brock gets venom in the old school traditional way you know venom infects eddie brock but then a spin-off eddie brock game agent venom oh god <laughs> <laughs> where you actually have control of the suit and it properly obeys you but then you become like an anti-hero kind of similar to deadpool or something yeah that um, would be interesting actually yeah or who knows? Like if they, they might, if they just want to keep the mainline Spider-Man games, you have Spider-Man. The next one is going to be obviously spoilers. If anyone wants to hasn't played Spider-Man, maybe skip past this in about two three minutes. But the bit at the end that shows obviously the the stuff in the tank with Harry is Venom. But obviously, there's the hint of the Green Goblin is going to be in the next one. Yeah. But maybe that'll be the main beat in the next game. The whole Venom Green Goblin. But the third game, there's nothing stopping them potentially opening the Spider-Verse. True, yeah. Like, imagine, like, with the capabilities of the next-gen consoles jumping through different dimensions of the same city. Mm. Similar to what we saw in Ratchet and Clank. Yes, yeah. Like, the weird warp tunnels. Like, nothing stopping you getting five different versions of New York and each version kind of like is a web of shadows. Shattered Dimensions. That game. Where it's like you take play, you take control of each different Spider-Man in their own universe, but like you work together towards the end. That's the Activision game, was it? Yeah, I really want to play it. It looks so good. Oh, it was. I, I remember that game, and I remember it was fun, all right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, that's definitely something that could be done better. You were saying, yeah, the shared universes. Um, like, I don't really know of any other ones where other things that could be done better. I mean, obviously, a great X-Men game would be fantastic. Yes. Um, oh, my God. And like I don't think we've just... had a good Fantastic Four game either, because 
as far as I remember, the Fantastic Four game I played before was not fun at all. <laughs> is that the movie tie-in one? I can't remember. It was PS1, I think, as well, actually. Ooh, but um, That's probably a bit early. So I'm like, yeah, uh, I'd love to see even a good version of that as well. Yeah, I mean, like um, the, the early movie tie-ins in the Marvel Universe aren't great. Uh, the, the only exception, as far as I know, being Wolverine Origins. Ah, uh, yeah, that actually um, was fun, though. Which is incredibly violent. Yes. <laughs> like, very <laughs> violent. Which I appreciate. Like, yeah. Like, you're talking about proper claws through people's heads and stuff. It's mental. <laughs> um, do you have anything else to, to mention on what could be done better? I know we're kind of flying through it, but... No, I, I think that's uh, about it. I mean, to be honest, I just want to see some really good games. And maybe even, mm. you know... Oh, God, I'd love to see something like an Ant-Man video game. Because... Think of all the things you could do when you shrink down size and oh, yeah. obviously become a giant and everything else. I just think the different kind of gameplay mechanics you could do in an Ant-Man style game would be absolutely mm. amazing. I mean, we might get that with the uh, Avengers game. I mean, there's yeah. nothing to stop them potentially doing Ant-Man, but I know exactly what you mean. Like, you know, even looking at something like Grounded, uh, where he could be like traversing like a Lego city rather than a big city. Exactly. Um, or even that whole mechanic of shrinking down to jump through keyholes and stuff like that. Um, but that, even that fight scene in the Ant-Man movie, the first one, where, where weren't they fighting on a Thomas the Tank Engine train set <laughs> yeah. or something like that? That would be amazing. <laughs> and a bit at the end where it just like hits a little piece of Lego and it just falls yeah. over. And it looks like a big epic fight to them. But to the real world, it's just like... Think. Oh, it was so good. But yeah, I would love to see them use a bit more diverse characters as well as opposed mm. to, you know... Oh, you're Spider-Man, you're Batman, you're, you know, so on. Yeah. I suppose to have to kind of open on a, a strong selling point. Like, obviously, that's why you have your big roster there um, to kind of get the foot in the door. Mm. Um, and but then, obviously, once they see that there's a lot of people playing it, they can look at kind of some of the, not B list, but maybe the A.5 list characters. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the likes of Marvel, they really did well in building up their, I guess you could say, B-list characters in the Marvel Cinematic mm. Universe, like Doctor Strange, yeah. was a big hit. Ant Man was a big hit. Mm. Um, I'm sure. I mean, Black Widow. I guess you could call her actually one of the mainstay kind of heroes as well. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, they've done a great job at building some of the smaller characters and made them really popular. So mm. I'd say that's kind of opened the door more for you know using those kind of characters in video games. Like I'd love to see a Doctor Strange video game personally. I'll be mental i mean you'd have the different dimensions you'd have all the kind of cool kind of combat techniques you could use you know shields you could use portals you could fly i mean that would be really interesting to me yeah you see his flying is a bit more manageable because he's not faster than a speeding bullet he's, yeah, he's flies a floater very <laughs> yeah he's kind of floats around <laughs> yeah like he doesn't really fly. I don't think that like if he really needs to get from one point to another he does fast travels with the whole oh definitely <laughs> yeah portal things um and that in itself would be a really cool mechanic to fast travel like imagine if you're on a map and you need to fast travel from the sanctum and you need to go to somewhere and he just opens up the portal just walks through it and you're just there that would be very <laughs> cool <laughs> um yeah that would be a really cool game like um like i'm trying to think off the top of my head before you go on to the next kind of story beat what would be a really cool superhero to get the video game treatment 
suppose a new Wolverine one would be kind of cool, but then that just ties into the X-Men stuff. That would be cool. Um, I mean, even DC character-wise, is there someone in particular you'd like to see in a video game? Because, hmm, I mean, DC. we're giving a lot of Marvel examples here. but I Yeah, guess... I mean, uh, I think the Flash would work really well. Yeah, good show. I mean, it does suffer a little bit from that whole Superman thing as well. It's like, how do you, how do you treat the speed force in video games mm. like how do you treat moving that fast um like obviously it works really well in something like injustice because you know it's a fighter and he's just a quick character but i don't know again how you would treat like someone running you know lightning fast through a city i suppose that's a really hard mechanic and maybe no one's really thought about it yet without yeah. it looking too much like a racing game i get you yeah um you could even uh, do probably a really good game with probably green arrow because they've kind of done a really good job of building them up in the Arrowverse. Mm. um i'd say something like that would be actually pretty cool because you'd have the bow and arrow kind of um gameplay mechanic there the kind of sneaking yeah. around stealth like even thinking of ensembles a teen titans game would be fucking brilliant that would be fun yeah like imagine like like teen titans when i think about it like you got a, a good ensemble cast like five fairly you know diverse characters you you got cyborg who's kind of like can be used for the technical tech to tech inter, inter uh, ah what my word use my words <laughs> inter, tech interface so he can interface with all the you know technology in the world you got robin who's basically the batman character who can do pretty much everything that batman can except the broody thing mm. um raven being the supernatural character starfire being the alien character and i feel like i'm missing oh beast beast boy being the kind of like you know the brute the, who can just like turn into a gorilla a tiger you know a snake if he needs to sneak into places like that would be a brilliant actually it would be pretty cool video yeah game. it would be a great multiplayer like, game too yeah 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 like that's the thing is you know maybe maybe you know dc will get on the whole live service video game market we'll see what happens with that <laughs> that would be very cool and please make yeah. a good wonder woman game too someone it's called assassin's creed odyssey <laughs> Touché. honestly that is it's, yeah. it's the best wonder woman game that isn't called wonder woman like i played that game as cassandra and by god it's brilliant <laughs> that's like, very honest point. to god you get you get amazonian armor in it and everything and you're basically wonder woman in everything but name yeah oh god but, yeah so play that game <laughs> yeah so shall we move um, on to the controversy yeah the square enix controversy spider-man's for the people <laughs> <laughs> yeah so just to give a bit of context for everyone square enix announced that spider-man will be exclusive to the ps4 platform in their marvel's avengers game and will not be appearing on any other console and didn't mm. they also say that there would be no other exclusive characters yeah, to specific yeah, platforms it. as well so basically, if you're getting the Xbox version or the PC version, you're getting an inferior version of Avengers. Yes, pretty it much. It sucks. It really sucks. It does. Um, now, the strange thing is, to me, is it's a cross-platform game for mm. PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Yeah. But yet, they're putting an exclusive character in a cross-platform game. Yeah. Which is a bit annoying and what i'd like to know is they they will probably although i guess with this dlc thing they're probably not going to go the the cross play mm. route now but mm. i'd be like 
how would that work if it was cross-platform across PC and PS4, for instance? Hmm. And theoretically, you know, it's an RPG. You've got, you know, specific characters in the RPG. You lose yeah. a whole gameplay mechanic when, you know, there's no Spider-Man available on the so other is, platform. Is, is the whole, theoretically, I, like, I, I'm a bit in the dark with the cross-play kind of thing. So someone playing on PS4 and someone playing on Xbox can play together on the same Warzone missions or something like that. If if they went the route of cross-platform, that is theoretically how it would be done. Now, I do know a lot of the time it might be, you know, cross-play between PS4 and PC or Xbox yeah. One and PC. We have seen more and more games go the full cross-play route across all platforms. Mm. I think one of the big ones was Call of Duty Modern Warfare, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but I'm just like, okay, so for instance, if it was cross-platform, and hmm. I was playing on PC and you were playing on PS4. Hmm. How would that work if I couldn't use Spider-Man on the PC version, but you use him and I use someone else? Will you yeah. show up in my game? Can I play multiplayer with you in specific missions? It would just be a bit weird. Would 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 you start having people like join a mission and everyone sees that this person's Spider-Man and they just purposely all quit the mission out of protest? <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> it'd be very weird <laughs> but i mean the it, it just annoys me because it's a lot of people you know jumped on the, the bandwagon basically saying you know oh well sony owns them so it's you know nothing to do mm. with you know ps4 blah 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 but that's wrong because sony owns the movie rights and yep. not the game rights yes yeah marvel owned the game rights exactly yeah so i guess because of the deal they did with Spider-Man on the PS4, maybe Spider-Man Miles Morales, they said, look, you know, Marvel, can we do this? Front, yeah. them, front them a buttload of cash. Um, yeah. But it's still not great to see for a cross-platform game and potentially, you know, two-thirds of your audience is basically not going to be able to play as one specific character who's technically not owned by Sony. Yeah, but it's such a weird decision and the way it got announced as well. It was like, it was just randomly, like, on, on the PlayStation blogs. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, Spider-Man's in this game. It's like, yeah. okay? No, I think, the, I think the thing with that was it was getting leaked. And as far as I know, a couple of retailers accidentally leaked that it was, uh, Spider-Man was going to be a PS4 exclusive character. Okay. And then they quickly took those down. And then there was obviously the tweet yeah. and you know, the official announcement and everything mm. else. Um, so I think that kind of had to do with the way they announced it. Yeah, it's, it's just so bizarre, though. Like, if if it was me personally, and like, look, I already have a PlayStation. So if I'm picking up this game, if, if it does turn out to be pretty good, like, I'll probably just obviously pick up the PS4 version anyway. Yeah. Um, but like, if I, if I put in my pre-order, like, let's say, for example, I had both consoles and maybe my console of choice because it's in my living room and it's a bit more comfortable is my Xbox and I buy it on Xbox pre-order and then they come out with that announcement. I want to cancel my pre-order yeah. straight away. I'm just like, fuck this. I'm getting a, a, a worse version. Like, And to deal with someone like Spider-Man is just, oh, it's just shitty. I mean, it's you're going to really be paying shitty. full price on the PC and the Xbox and you're getting, like you said, an inferior product, which yeah. to me is not good for gamers anyway. Um, like I don't understand why they didn't like if you really want exclusive content for PlayStation, 
why not just go down the route of right spider-man's just in the game for everybody but maybe you can only access like certain skins if you're on ps4 for example yeah. the ps4 spider-man skin is exclusive to ps4 only yeah like a one-off and then people go oh well i'm going to buy the game anyways but damn i really love that ps4 skin i'm going to get that yeah i mean you that know, would be have... a very good way of doing it yes like it still allows everyone to have a Spider-Man, but at the same time, yeah, there's a very limited DLC that's only available to PS4 players. Mm. But I don't know. It's it's uh, it, it really annoyed me. Like it like I'm not losing anything, and it annoys me. True. I mean, it's it's more. I mean, one thing I think we touched on about in the last episode was that we want to see less kind of you know we want to see more cross-platform games, less you mm. know exclusivity between you know certain dlcs and certain games and everything else i mean yeah. yes i do get that you know ps4 will have you know their gods of war and uh uncharted and last of us and everything else but when it mm. comes to cross-platform games i think the whole idea of specific dlc per platform kind of thing really annoys me because mm. you see xbox is doing less of that now and yeah. it's probably going to hurt them in the long run because you know, it's gonna entice more players to go to PS4 or go to PS5 because oh, mm. I can get you know Spider Man in Marvel's Avengers if I get the PS4, so I'm just gonna go over there. Yeah, I mean maybe that's the whole thing with Xbox, and this is speaking from a bit of a, a dumbass point of view, but like maybe the Xbox aren't really bothered about that, and they know that look they can't compete with that type of thing mm. because people just associate Spider Man with Sony, even though only the movie rights are with Sony. But you know, Microsoft could still undercut sony this generation and maybe more people will be playing avengers on xbox purity because it's cheaper true and like you won't even have to buy a console either with xcloud coming and you know being able to play on your android phone or your pc i know technically there's the whole debacle about you know (laughs) apple actually blocking or not allowing the likes of xcloud on the ios store which is kind of frustrating a lot of gamers but i think for Microsoft, it won't be about selling consoles. It'll be about, okay, how many devices can we get Game Pass subscribers mm. or, you know, xCloud users on as the main yeah. metrics of success for them? Is that, uh, this might sound a bit dim, but is Avengers on XPass when it launches? Uh, Avengers, no, not as far as I know. Okay. That would be pretty mm. cool, but um, I doubt that would happen. I'd say Square Enix would want to get as much cash as they could at the very start anyway yeah like i, oh, I don't know <sighs> it just be it's just i don't know the whole the whole thing kind of rubs me up the wrong way when when i start seeing like a character like a main top tier character like spider-man being completely behind a wall that other people can't use it's yeah. just you know it, it, it it's it's a it's shit it's, it's absolutely shit. yeah i don't think there's any other word for it anyway <laughs> Um, who knows? Maybe, maybe <laughs> Xbox will get its own exclusive character, someone random. Even though I know they came out and said they wouldn't do it, maybe, maybe with the backlash, they might have to kind of walk back on that one. Uh, but it didn't didn't Square Enix say that there'd be no other exclusive DLC characters in the game? Mm. So probably not in that game, but yeah, maybe future. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, then the last thing we were going to kind of touch on was. The differences between how superheroes are handled in video games compared to their cinematic universes. 
Um, you came up with this talking point. So do you want to elaborate on a bit of it? Um, yeah, sure. What do you mean by this exactly? Okay, so we kind of touched on a bit of it before where the likes of Marvel anyway would be building an overall cinematic universe, you know, full mm. of, you know, little hidden Easter eggs or different story beats, you know, different characters will show up in different games and they're the same, you know, person in the overall yeah. kind of story arc and they're building... I guess you could say a bigger picture. So obviously from the first Iron Man movie with, you know, all the Nick Fury, you know, cameos at the end of movies mm. and everything else, it was kind of building it up to that overall picture, mm. overall story arc going into the likes to say Endgame. But yeah. obviously after Endgame, that story will continue and, you know, the movies will continue. Obviously, I think Spider-Man, wasn't it? The, was one of the first, the, the first one after Endgame. Yeah, I think Spider-Man ends phase three of yeah. the Marvel movies. Yeah. So, I mean, that to me was kind of cool because it's an overall story arc. It's an overall kind mm. of universe. Now, you touched on it earlier where you said, you know, it would be more difficult to do that in a video game universe. But mm. I still think it would be cool for the likes of video games to do, you know, an overall story arc or have, you know, a specific character in a different video game so it could be mm. you know the the spider-man that was in insomniac spider-man in a future venom game or yeah or wolverine game like wolverine let's say for example game. if wolverine knows? exists in that universe so you have um insomniac's wolverine down down the line yeah oh, that'd be amazing <laughs> <laughs> i mean the, the you know that would give an opportunity for you know the same voice actors to you know go into different kind of games as well which i yeah. would think would be Personally, I'd like to see the cinematic universe in video games, if that makes sense. Mm. But I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Um, I do think Marvel are Marvel games are going in a really good way where, you know, they want to see their games do well. I think in the last few years, they've really kind of said, look, we're sick of all these, you know, terrible video games coming out. We want to see mm. top quality games. Insomniac, Sony, do a Spider-Man game. I know technically Insomniac had a choice of any superhero they wanted and they chose Spider-Man, which yeah. obviously was uh, a great move on oh, their part. It's, it's just, it, that game is just so good. I know it sounds like a broken record with it, but like from the second I put that video game on and I played it, I was just like, this is amazing. Mm. Like, pardon the pun, but like, <laughs> not only amazing, it's spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Great pun there. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, but even um, a Batman game, I would love to see you know, a great long story over, say, three games or something like that. Mm. And but like you, like you were kind of touching on, you'd like to see spin-off games from like Spider-Man. You said, oh, what would be cool would be a spin-off mm. game of the, you know, Venom and Eddie Brock, yeah, and so on. <clears throat> so I think that kind of thing would be kind of cool, where you're kind of doing spin-off stories from characters. Yeah. in specific video games and you're kind of continuing their kind of character arc similar to mm. you know what might happen in a movie as well yeah it one one game that actually has it's not really there's no spin-offs of it just yet but uh injustice one to injustice two i mean there there's quite like that is a continued story yeah even though the stakes in the first one are just like astronomically crazy like <laughs> like what was in the first one um I won't spoil too much for people, but basically 
Superman ends up becoming the bad guy because he was tricked by the Joker to do something. And then there's this whole multiverse thing involved in it. Mm. No, time travel. I think it's time travel in the first one. And then in the second one, it's all multiverse. It's just, it's bananas. But at the same time, you know, characters who've died in the first game are still dead in the second game yeah. and don't come back. But there are some characters who do come back because they're in a different universe. Mm. Um, I thought that was very good and they kind of stuck to their guns. Like some very big fan favorites die in the first game. Um, you know, I won't, I won't mention any of them here, but some of them that have had their own solo movies recently ah. you know, die in that first game. Um, so that, that was always pretty cool. I don't think there's a spin-off of that game. Um, I know that there's references between that game and Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like I think in Mortal Kombat 11, like there's the Joker is chatting and someone someone's like haven't we met before and he goes well maybe you met a different version of me <laughs> or it's like scorpion and, and, and joker goes you i thought we did, got rid of you and goes really i thought you missed me <laughs> all this kind of stuff um so that's kind of cool i mean yeah i mean obviously you know it is with the other differences that they can get away with in games obviously the characters can be a bit more kind of powered in in the games than the movies i mean they're quite limited by the universe that they're in in the movies that like that's kind of guess the handy thing about solo one-off adventures in video games is Mm -hmm. that there's no consequences to the characters they use so they can go off the deep end kind of murder one character and it doesn't really affect any sequels to that game or another character's game who's just been brought out Mm. um yeah i don't know uh I'd like to see more contained universes, I guess uh, mm. would be the main thing for me anyway. But apart from that, awesome. I think overall, I think on the cinematic side anyway, they're treating their characters kind of re- with respect. And mm. well, unless you want to talk about the Suicide Squad movie and certain God. Justice League movies. But <laughs> I guess you could say, well, Marvel would, you know, respect a lot of their characters and, you know... um kind of make great stories with them build up the little characters yeah and i think that's that's got to do with a lot of trust with characters i mean marvel's movies they they realized how lucky they were with iron man and all the movies following on from that like i think marvel were very lucky to to end up as big as they are it's it's an unbelievable underdog story uh now they're just a massive powerhouse whereas i think dc's movies were very reactionary Mm. and I, i i think that's something that is also kind of hint of that in the video games like some games are quite reactionary to uh like i would i would even say that spider-man is reactionary to arkham so yeah. they would never have thought to make a spider-man like game like that until they saw arkham i was like oh wow this is how we can actually make a grounded but gritty you know video game you know yeah. obviously spider-man isn't gritty but it has that kind of like just fast-paced action big massive set pieces but also people respect the video game if you just create a standalone story that isn't tied into a movie and it has to hit these beats because that's what happens in the movie yeah it's more like no pace it like a video game you guys know what you're doing go ahead and do it um i guess one godsend on the marvel cinematic universe side would be kevin feige and Mm. you know how he actually does all this kind of creative input for all the different movies i think he even Mm. did it for the spider-man movies that sony were making as well like he was a big kind of creative input into that Mm. i actually think that's probably something the marvel games or you know any kind of studio doing superhero games could do better whereas if they had like the kevin feige of the video games industry saying oh we need to do this or here's 
what we should be doing here or this is yeah. what you need to be looking at i think that would be kind of cool as well yeah i think i think what they should do in respect to that is have someone definitely like uh, based on the, the the treatment that insomniac spider-man was given someone over in insomniac should be given that role yes. by sony to be like right look you fucking knocked it out of the park here i don't think it was a fluke it was, the game was just well too polished to be a fluke um let's say we want to make um i don't know a black panther game you know yeah. how how do you go about treating that is it going to be all set in wakanda is it going to be traveling the world or let's make a captain america game that's purely all set during world war Two. yeah you that know, would that be very cool, cool. As well. you wouldn't have to worry about bringing in any other uh characters you could deal with the whole you know red skull thing super superhero kind of thing you know, running across no man's land that type of vibe um or just like uh like we kind of touched on earlier a, a wolverine game like yeah. imagine just a wolverine game you know the lone wolf character you know he's doing his own thing he joins up with the x-men for temporary purposes and then disappears again to do his own solo missions or it could just all be x-force yeah or rated deadpool game <laughs> yeah well, we kind of have one of those. Yeah, true. But I would mm. play the crap out of a Black Panther game now that you mentioned it anyway. Yeah. Like, just, it could, like, I don't really know much about the Black Panther universe, like his own type of self contained universe, whether it is all set in the African continent or does he travel the world? Mm. Like, well, I mean, could I don't you, really know much about it. Yeah. Could you imagine what Wakanda would look like on, like, to so say, an Xbox Series X or a PS5? Oh, yeah. I think, Jesus Christ, that would look amazing. Hmm. I'm trying to think of who else would be pretty cool. Like, obviously, you know, a Fantastic Four game would be yeah pretty good if it was given that same type of careful treatment. Yep. Um, and I suppose like they they can worry about how to deal with Mister Fantastic because I always hated his abilities. <laughs> Absolutely hate his abilities. I stretch. Well, that's lovely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I um, mean, they uh, what's her name, Miss Marvel, in Kamala Khan. Yeah, in Avengers. I mean, you could kind of see how they might use mm. a Mister Fantastic. So yeah, it could work. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I know. Wait and see. <laughs> we will have to wait and see. But uh, I guess that's what I really like is that you know you never know what to expect when it comes to superheroes and video games. I'm just kind of hoping uh, this uh, announcement from DC at the DC Fandom thing, the Suicide Squad game. I'm very interested to see what that's going to be because Rocksteady don't mess around. They know how to make a good game. I wonder what it is. I, I know this is. isn't one of our talking points and we did lose a couple of minutes on those drop times, but what do you think it is? I the Suicide know. Squad. I do not know. I, the fact that it looks like Superman um, or hopefully Superman, I don't know. Do you think S Superman goes AWOL and the Suicide Squad are trying to take him down? Yeah, um, I, I think... I think personally and this is only because i've seen um teen titans versus the justice league before i think it could be uh starro is that the guy's name bizarro or... no starro oh starro oh okay so starro let me just google it real quick because i could be <laughs> talking out of my bunghole uh but <laughs> starro spelled for two oars <laughs> starro is like an alien starfish and what it does is it attaches to your chest Okay, and it basically takes control of you. Uh, so basically, it, it's a parasite. So basically, it's very similar to the venom suit, except for it actually just attaches to your. Sorry, I, I thought it was your chest. It's actually your face. Uh, it attaches to your face, and it basically is like a face hugger from um, Alien, and it, it's complete in control of you. Then 
I'm kind of wondering, is that the reason why you can't see Superman's front? Like maybe it, it attaches in a different way. Maybe it does attach to his chest rather than his face this time. And like, that's why you, you only see his back and when you, you, you see his eyes and his eyes are just glowing. Mm. And it doesn't look like like it's bizarro because I, I was listening to a few other podcasts and some other people kind of suggesting it. They're like, if it was bizarro, Superman would just take his ass down. So it, I, I think it that's a fair kind of reasonable reasonable uh, assessment that it's probably a Superman turn rogue. And maybe it's like all the members of the Justice League turn rogue. And you mm. you're brought in as the only people to take them down because you're the last superheroes or supers, let's just say villains, uh, who are around. And they just go, look, it's your planet too. If these guys win, we're all effed. Yeah. <laughs> well, in fairness, they do. They have kind of built a lot of hype based on that one tweet alone. So can't wait mm. to see what it is anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently we're going to get the Batman game announcement at the same event. Or could they both be in the one could be that would be an interesting take um i think that'd be very tricky to kind of manage but look anything is possible at this point yeah i would say so <laughs> yeah and then we'll see how they finally treat superman <laughs> oh please be good please be good please be good it's never good <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so we're slightly just over the uh one hour mark so unless you got anything else i think that's pretty much it for this week's episode yeah i am very happy with what we discussed cool well uh i've been ray hogg and i am clive cookson and this has been SideQuest heroes which our very very first episode inverted commas yeah and join us next time where we'll talk about yet another topic who Thank knows you. what it'll be bye bye, bye.